Dhul-Hijjah. And tomorrow is the ninth. As that day is the day of Arafah. The day of Arafah, about which Prophet Muhammad had said that whoever fasts it has the sins of the previous year and the sins of the coming year forgiven. This is the significance, the greatness of Yom Arafah. It is also the day on which one of the last verses of the Qur'an was revealed. الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا Today I have perfected for you your religion and completed my favor upon you and chosen Islam for you as your religion. Which summarizes the importance of sticking to the religion as it was brought by Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this day, Saturday, also carries with it Oh, of one. Uh, Sunday is Yawmul Arafah. I'm in another time zone. Uh, we should at the same time prepare Sunday. It's, it's easier for us to deal with because the issues of fasting on Saturday are not issues. But nonetheless, Sunday the day of Arafah is a reminder for us that fasting was not supposed to be left only in Ramadan. Fasting should not have been left in Ramadan. We have fasted that month and if we are blessed by Allah, we added the six days from Shawwal. So we got the reward of fasting the year in that regard. But Allah has still set other days in the year for us to fast. And giving to those days, attributing to those days, great reward. Because as Ramadan purifies us of sin from Ramadan to Ramadan, as the Prophet ﷺ had said. Arafah also purifies us of sin. And who amongst us can say, well, I don't need the reward of Arafah. The sins of my past year and the sins of my coming year I have so many other ways of 
saving myself from them, I really don't need Arafah. I'm sure there's none of us who would say that or even think that. We all need Arafah. So we should make the intention to fast on Yom Arafah and to do it in the best way possible. As we close out the year, the Islamic year, Dhul Hijjah being the 12th month, starting a new year in Muharram, we want to end the year on the best note possible. So we should keep this fast on Yawm Arafah. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the will to apply this opportunity, take advantage of this opportunity, not only for ourselves as individuals, but for our families. Our whole family should participate in it. Don't make it just your thing. You, your wife, your children, the whole family should strive to fast on Arafah. The same way that we fast in Ramadan. It's only one day. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us that wisdom and that blessed intention to do so and to make that fast acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a part of our life. The concept of fasting being a part of our life, a way of life for the Muslim, has been so much stressed by the Prophet ﷺ giving us so many other days in the year to fast, whether it's Mondays and Thursdays, whether it's the three days of the uh, lunar calendar, the 13th, 14th and 15th. Reality is that Fasting should be a part and parcel of our lives. Every month, so many days should be dedicated to fasting. Because we need it. Allah didn't prescribe it because He has any need for it. But we need it. So Allah has given us this opportunity because those people who are on hajj, Though they have been blessed with the opportunity for Hajj, it is not desirable for them to fast on Yawm Arafah. Yawm Arafah is for us. Us who didn't have the Qadr to take us there to Mecca. We are here. But we're not here without reward, a chance to earn reward and to gain Allah's blessings in our lives. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us firmly in this vein, in this way, 
the way of fasting, the way of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, and following His guidance. As we said, fasting on Arafah, Sunday, not Saturday as my brain was telling me, is a recommended, a strongly recommended sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad And we stressed how much it represents from the lifestyle of the Muslim. A fasting lifestyle. At the same time, for us to achieve its benefits, we need to fast according to the way of Rasulullah So very, very important for us to do it right. Because the reward is so great. The reward is so great. It obviously is not going to be achieved by one who treats this fast lightly. Obviously not. Jannah has a price. And remember, we said before that, as the Prophet ﷺ said, there is a gate among the gates of paradise called Arrayan. And it is there created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically for those who fast. So when we're talking about fasting, we're talking about Jannah. So we know that Jannah is not cheap. So though on one hand it sounds pretty simple, oh, you only have to fast that one day and your previous sins of a year are forgiven and the coming sins of the coming year also forgiven. Wow! Islam is so simple, so easy. It's true, Islam is simple. But simplicity doesn't mean without effort. It doesn't mean without effort. It is simple in that it is not complicated with a lot of details that the average person cannot understand and follow. But paradise has a price. It has a price. And that price is the effort that we have to make in order for it to be acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, I remind you again, after many months, to remember the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, in which he said, 
that the best suhoor, the best suhoor, ni'ma suhoor al-mu'min, is tamar, is dates. The best suhoor of the believer is dates. So don't think when I reminded you that we had that day of fasting, you say, oh, another feast. The suhoor feast. We remember suhoor in Ramadan. It was great. So we can enjoy again. No. The proper suhoor is to take three, five dates. And water. Some milk. That's it. Are you ready? To do a real fast? So let's make this one. We missed out in Ramadan. Those fasts we were doing in Ramadan were feasts. That's reality. That's what we have left behind. A month of feasting instead of a month of fasting. So let's change this mindset. Let's change our approach to worshiping Allah. Let's recognize that whatever we do, we must put our sincere efforts in it. And if we put our sincere efforts in it, we will get the reward. So many people tell me all the time, I am calling on Allah. And over and over again, and He's not answering me. But the Prophet ﷺ had said, Call on Allah, being certain that He will answer your prayers. So how can you say, I'm calling on Allah and He's not answering my prayers? See, there's something wrong. Something wrong here. We're out of tune. We are at odds with what Prophet Muhammad ﷺ is saying and what we are imagining. But he, he, he emphasized, after telling us that call on Allah and being certain that He's going to answer your prayers, He went on to say, But know, وَعَلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ دُعَاءً مِنْ قَلْبٍ غَافِرٍ لَا That Allah does not accept or hear the prayers of a negligent and playful heart. A negligent and a playful heart. Meaning that your dua, when you're making your dua, you are negligent. You are not conscious really of what you're saying. You have some words that you have written down or you're reading from a book or you memorize and you're saying these words, 
but your heart isn't in it. Your mind, your soul is elsewhere. You're going through a ritual. Raise your hands, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, but your mind is elsewhere. You're negligent. Dua is a game. So then, how is Allah going to hear your prayer? So you have to have that certainty that He will hear, He will answer your prayer if you are sincere. It's as simple as that. So the same way with that fast. He promised forgiveness for one year since the past. And one year to come. If we are sincere. And naturally, if we are sincere, then even when we commit sins, coming, we will turn back to Allah in repentance and Allah will forgive us. Because that spirit is what is carrying us forward. It's a sincere spirit where Islam is real. It is not just culture and tradition. We're here on Fridays because Muslims' day of prayer, congregational prayer, is Friday. We'll be there on Eid day because it's the tradition. But the heart, the soul, is it in it? Is it real? May Allah guide us and forgive us for treating his religion lightly. The problems of the Muslim world go back to that. Whether it's Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, wherever we have treated Allah's religion lightly. We use the banner of Islam. We're Muslims. But we're not really living as Muslims. We're not much different from the others. Who are not Muslims. We're not distinguished. Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas. This is what Allah said. That we are supposed to be the best among humankind. Taken out as an example to the rest of humankind. Is that us today? No. So Sunday, let us begin that fast according to the way of the Prophet wasallam who we have committed ourselves to follow. 
Let us follow his way. Take his guide. And it's not to say, if you decide to have a hamburger for Suhoor, it's haram. I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm just giving you the advice of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Advice which will help to make the fast real. So if we begin the fast with those few dates and some water or juice or milk, then we will experience physically, we will experience a fast which we haven't before. Perhaps it will be the first time that we have really experienced the fast. And when the hunger pangs hit us, we can feel hunger. Of course, this is assuming that we didn't eat all night. Because some people say, okay, I know I have to do, uh, Dr. Bilal said uh, three dates, so I'm going to prepare myself. So after Isha on Saturday night, I'm going to eat a full meal. No, just keep it the way it is. Just keep a regular meal the day before. We're always looking for ways to make things easier. Yes, Prophet ﷺ said, yes, Siru. Make things easy, but not this way. This is not the way. The way is to follow the advice of Rasulullah So, we have a regular Saturday. Dinner, light dinner. Even the doctors tell us we shouldn't eat heavily before you go to sleep. It's not good. So, stick with the doctor's advice. Light dinner. That's Suhoor. Three dates. By midday, you should start to feel something in your stomach. Something you haven't experienced before. For those people living in different parts of the third world where you don't have enough to eat, well, that's a norm. They experience it every day. But for us who have been living very comfortably, we don't experience it. So, let us experience it. And remember, the rest of the ummah, who are not with any other choice. They have no other choice but to live through that every day. And come into to, to iftar. Making dua after Asr, before Maghrib. Remembering Allah through tasbih, tah, tahleel, tahmeed. And even in these days, 
It is good for us to say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. Wallahu Akbar. Walillahi alhamd. It's good to say that. Although we think it's only on a day. Even in these days. To remember Allah. To glorify Him. Let's make that Sunday of fasting one in which we have truly glorified Allah. And when the time comes to break the fast, we break it again with a few dates and some water. And go and pray. Having confidence that we have controlled ourselves based on the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, when we come back from prayer, we can have our iftar. But, that iftar should be a moderate iftar. I'm not saying more dates. If you want to have more dates too, you can. But, you can have a meal now. This is the time for a meal. But, Again, it's not a meal in which we try to make up for all that we lost during the day. This is the problem. That we let go. The fact is that the test of the fast comes at the time that we eat that meal. When the Prophet ﷺ said, the worst thing that you can fill is your stomach. That's the worst container to fill for us as human beings. Stomach. Eat a third. Really it's enough to just eat till you are comfortable. Not till you can't eat anymore. That is not the way that the believer eats. As if there is no tomorrow. You eat till you can't. You drink till you can't. You have reached the complete limit. That's not the way. You eat a moderate meal. One third food, one third drink, and a third for breathing. Thank Allah for the meal. And when you go to pray Isha, you pray Isha as a different person. One who has truly experienced the fast of Islam. So I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that blessing. To experience fasting as it was meant to be experienced. To make this fast of Arafah truly a purifier for us, for our past. And truly a purifier for the future. And that our families participate with us. And let them also experience a true fast. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our negligence, our Negligence of the religion, our negligence of himself in our worship. 
in our glorification. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our parents, our family members who have passed. Those in the grave that you, He makes their grave gardens from paradise and not pits from hell. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us firmly on Sirat al-Mustaqeem and to grant us at the end of this life a way to paradise. And to make our last breath, La ilaha illallah. Seeking knowledge and obligation made easy. Thought about studying for a long time? Tuition fees keeping you from actually starting? Islamic Online University has led a revolution in online learning. The world's first tuition-free degree, BA in Islamic Studies. Access to the knowledge, any place, anytime, anywhere. It just doesn't get any easier than that. Classes, texts, assignments, completely online. Set your own schedule for the semester. No overseas travel required for the exams. Subjects taught by qualified English-speaking scholars. Weekly live sessions in virtual classrooms. With curricula based on those in El Medina University in Saudi Arabia, El Azhar University in Cairo, and other reputable institutions around the world. Why wait any longer? You pay just a symbolic registration fee and are ready to begin the adventure of higher education. The most diverse student body of any university in the world, 130,000 plus registered students from 217 countries. Log in to the website for more details, www.islamiconlineuniversity.com.